This is Brad Marchand, and you're listening to Breaking the Ice with Josh Dolan. I don't think he would ever let a pizza get out the door before he buried the whole thing, so he likes to eat that kid. Because we're just talking anyway, and I we think need we to, got all we... the offensive stuff out of the way. We just oh, get have, all the I offensive have, stuff out, and I then we more. pick it back up later on I, when we're drinking Sam Adams. I'm never out of offensive stuff, but as we start this, we should give our, our awesome sponsors a big plug now. Go for it. Yes. Um, Boston Exterior Remodeling. Joe Dan's over there. Um, yeah. Mike Shoe's in. What's up, um, Joe? Boston Exterior Remodeling. Go follow him on Instagram, at yep. Boston Exterior Remodeling. You Roots, can find him on the... Uh, siding. You can do all that stuff during uh, the corona. Yeah. Make sure that the house is looking good for the first party when you invite everybody over when this is over. And New then, windows uh, so we can break them. Exactly. Nobody's coming into my house. Nobody's coming into my house. Nobody's we were coming in your house. Me. No, we no were. More. No, we were in your house. Does Boston Exterior Modeling do like biodome enclosures? You know, like uh, not necessarily have to be glass. Maybe just like one of those big domes you see at a DPW area that has all the sand in it. Just a big Maybe. cement dome. You know, I like in the Truman so. Show. You know what I mean? It was just a giant <laughs> slum. I could make my own sun come up. Hey, wait a second. Here's a tie-in. This is where Invoke Media can do the remodel on their website to add the biodome section. Okay. Coming together. Okay. And then, like and then Lucas can knock down the trees in your backyard. To make room. To their tree right. service to make room for the dome. Right. Yes. And, and Chris at Garage your car. Plus can make a fucking garage door for your dome. Right. I'm all set. This I'm is done. Great. I'm done. This is gonna be, I can't wait. I can't wait for the dome. All four of them. Oh, yeah, good. It's going to be good. How you and doing, My Mike? wife makes face masks, so just call her, and then you're all protected. Yes. That's great. That's LauraDolan.com. <laughs> I'm just using, uh, I'm using all my single socks as face masks. I'm just taking rubber bands. Let's, hold on. Hold on. right against hold my on, face. Hold on. hold on. You're doing other, <laughs> other stuff with your single socks, aren't you? I wash them first. I wash them. I, I wash them first. I am not putting a stiff sock on my face. A okay? stiff cock in your sock? What? What is this? Hello? Can you hear me? Is this Zoom? There's no cock in my face. Is there a cock in my face? Wait, hold on. Is there cock we have on a great me? promo already. <laughs> this is the show. And great cock in the face tonight. Right. Not even, not even Bill Lee is going to want to call into this show. Oh, Jeez. He'll call it. He'll call it. Did you figure, see, he's, he's 70, so he probably doesn't have Zoom, right? Uh, no, he is a landline. Which, that's it. That's what, that's what I'm saying. No cell like, phone, no computer. Fucking, he's like, Lenny. he was like, hey, look, uh, it's a Zoom thing. I tried to explain Zoom to him, and, and he's like, okay, I get it. But the only computer I can use is at the public library, which is oh 10 miles away, God. and they're closed. So uh, <laughs> we're going to have to use the landline. And I said, okay, hey, you know, it's, hey, this is Bill Lee, man. You know, he's <laughs> literally off the grid. He's been off the grid his whole life. Right. And what He's would change best. now? You know? So hopefully, was, I gave him all the info. Hopefully, he'll be able to. This uh, was the same thing that Lenny through. went through. It took us two weeks to get Lenny. Not that Lenny didn't want to come on, and he was great. Thank you, Lenny. Appreciate it. But, he but was, Lenny he has an iPad. Oh, he, he does. But he called me. He goes, If you fucking tell me this is easy, I'll kick you in the dick. I'm like, Okay, it's not. All right, easy. 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 <laughs> Good Lenny impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been, he, he literally said, I will kick you in the dick. I'm yeah. like, Okay. All right. Yeah, he says that a lot. 
He did it though. He figured <laughs> it out. Lot. And I love that he exposed you and your fucking old people porn. That was fucking I funny. don't like old people. Oh, that porn. was a whole thing. I don't thing. even that know why like, this has to be. That linger. is like the one thing that stuck with you. Twenty years on WAF and the only I know, thing and it's old people porn. You know, I've I've worked with charities, I've talked to rock stars, but nobody now, cares. I did a really awesome metal show, but no, no. it's the old people porn that I've you, never you watched don't get in my to pick life. What, you don't get to pick your family, and you don't get to pick what sticks with you on radio. Right. Have you well, even heard that die. since AF went off the air? And you know what? Uh, no. This is, it was <laughs> and now it's back. Yeah. You know what else we learned, Josh? Remember, you can't pick your own nickname, right? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Like yes. the boogeymen on the Patriots? How'd that work yeah. out for them? Not good. Oops. Right. Let's talk about right. that. And, and, and now Gronk's gone and Brady's gone. And I don't think any of us really give a fuck. I don't care if they fucking play football. This oh, year. I love it. Oh, I love it. You know why I love I it? I love it, Because too. the New England Patriots fans are going to be crying, crying like bitches. They They're going to be, be crying they they, like they Steelers the fucking... fans. They're going to be They're just like Steelers be. fans when the Steelers don't make the playoffs. Oh, so some. Oh, some. Oh, Do you oh, think that's the whole fucking fan ass. base? Are you in the fan base? Oh, are you in the fan base? You know what? Are I you love in the, the Patriots? Base. I love the Patriots. It's like the Grateful Dead. I love the Grateful Dead. Uh, I hate, hate them, Deadheads. Man. They're obnoxious. Right. I, okay. You know? I, I obnoxious. agree with you. I and agree the same thing. So I love seeing Patriots fans cry because it's only a fucking game. Because okay? they, they, they act like trust You know what this says? Oh. No matter how much of a genius Bill Belichick is, and he is a genius. He's the greatest football coach in the history of the game. Ever. But he, he is hell to work with. You know, it only takes people of a certain character to stick in there, like Wait, Brady was that like, was and that like you, and Edelman. Was that like you working with Greg? Um, no, working with Greg was relatively easy. You just self-medicate, <laughs> you know, as much as you possibly can. Come to work high. Booze, drugs, you know, uh, slamming my dick in a car door is always Ooh. a favorite of mine to kind of get through. You know, it's a motivational technique I learned, you know, a long There's time you. ago in college. There's your uh, problem. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, pa Patriots fans are like trust fund kids. That not all the, of them. The second, Some of them. no, not all of them, because a lot of them I feel like might be bandwagon fans, and they don't even know they're bandwagon fans True. anymore mm -hmm. because it's been so long that this bandwagon has been going on. Like the Bruins, every two years everyone falls off, and then it's just me standing up there like, where'd everyone go? <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I like the fact, I like the fact that I like the fact that Belichick literally traded a retired player for a fourth round draft pick. Who fucking But was cares? he retired though or was Who he sitting out? Who fucking cares? Who cares what Tampa does? Fuck Tampa. Oh, the Bucks are going to be great. Bucks are going to be good so good them. this year. Good it's going to awesome. be awesome. Great. It's going to be Fuck fantastic. Them. I can't so wait. start watching it. What? They're not going to start playing until 2022, so who gives True. a fuck? Yeah, there's yeah, no they're, season anyway. Brady they'll be old. They'll be old and crickety, you know? Seriously, they should Brady just let them use steroids now. Let them use steroids oh. so they can, you know, they can get right back into it. Oh, they don't need that. Gronk has CBD. Yeah, That's yeah, not he's gonna not going to pass a shit. test with CBD. You know, it's is all going to go to shit. <laughs> it's all going to go to shit. <laughs> they must really hate playing with Bill. They must be so sick of Bill's shit, and rightly so. It's hard. It's, or, it's probably or, very hard playing. Look, for look at every else. other player that's been through the ring. Like he, I love Tom. Thank you for everything. You're at the end of your career. Love Gronk. Thank you for everything. I know you're only thirty, but you're on paper. Okay, go play for someone else. You want to get paid? Have fun. I'm op I'm open to watch Stidham fucking do what he's got to. Just fuck it. Who cares? It's a game, like you said. Just fucking play them. But it's, they're old now, and like old people, you go down to Florida. They're That's what the key is, Jose. You said it. This is their chance to have fun. 
Correct. And even though they've won multiple championships right. and they were the greatest football team in the world, go have uh, fun. It was hard, hard fucking work. So right. literally, Brady and Gronk are retiring to Florida. Right. That's what they're doing. <laughs> like right? everybody else does. Like they're retiring to Florida. Right they're getting now. their last few millions squeezing out, and they're right. not under right. a microscope right. like they are here in New England. Giselle just in told three weeks. Giselle just told Tom, "Listen, go get some gas money, okay? Because I'm right. fucking yeah. trillions." You go yeah. get some gas money in Tampa. We'll stay on the beach. We'll do a couple photo shoots. Then we'll fucking move to Brazil. Done? Right. Done. Exactly. And yeah. Gronk isn't so, even going to know the fucking his, – his, his girlfriend's a fucking supermodel, so they'll be on the beach all nude doing push-ups. And then he'll right. run off because his ADD is going to kick in, and he'll be gone. Plus, you know, when Gronk was a Patriot, he didn't play anyway. I feel like he was always hurt and getting surgeries and in a cast anyway. He's going to play he one game, he and then he's just going to hang out in Florida. He plays. Oh, he's he just going to go down there and be Gronk. He doesn't have to play a lot. <laughs> Right. Oh, hold on, hold on, you guys. I'm getting a call from Bill Lee here. Hey, Bill Lee on no, the no. phone. No, no, hold on, hold on. Quiet, quiet yeah. down. Oh, I can't. Hold on a second. Oh no, I don't know. It, it rang and then it went off. I, I have a feeling he can't get through. Let me. Uh, if I bug out of this, can I come back? No, I think it'll so. Be, it'll be me and Josh. No, I'm kidding. You probably can. <laughs> yeah. This okay, would be so a, the, the shortest same. podcast we've ever done. This is cool. Use the same link. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, maybe we'll edit some of this. Who's going fucking crazy out there? Who? Who? Do you know what fucking day it is? Josh? I'm thinking about getting bangs. Getting or growing? <laughs> it's oh. every girl on social media right now. I'm thinking about dyeing my hair. I'm thinking about doing something different. Quarantine. Mm. Corn times. Uh, if you go to Georgia, apparently the barber shops, the bowling alleys, and the tattoo shops will be open. They're all racist. Oh. What? Wow. <laughs> so I can go get my Confederate flag tattoo, uh-huh. go shave a swastika into my head, and then go throw bowling balls at the not white people? Is that what they do in Georgia? Yeah, but they don't use the term not white people. Oh, I, here's. I was doing it kindly. You Hello, are. Mike. All right, he's going to try it again. Mike, you okay. on the big show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's WAF video style. What? We can't use those call letters. Yeah, those <laughs> call letters are a station in Scranton, Wilkesbury right now. So. Wait a minute. You, uh, the office. And cue oh, the office theme song. Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my Dwight God! Schrute. Dwight Schrute Dwight is doing Schrute the morning is show. The new morning show yeah. on WAAF. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what is this thing? Beats, Bears, and Battlestar Galactica. I'm sorry. What? Isn't that what Dwight Schrute says? Beats, Bears, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. oh he sounds a lot of shit, man. <laughs> I did not yeah. watch that show when it was when it was live, but I fucking can't stop consuming it. Like it's awesome. And you can just turn on any one. It's like everybody mm-hmm. loves Raymond, everybody else, Seinfeld. You can hit any one at any season and just be like, I'm good with this. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, once Jim and Pam finally got together, yep. it kind of lost something for me. They needed that tension there. Oh, and, know, when, pre, and, when, pre, and when Michael pre, was Jim gone. Jim and Pam becoming an item is... Yeah. is we have uh, a phone number on. Bill Lee. Okay. Yes, good afternoon from oh. uh, my best friend's name, Zoom. And he lives in Calgary, so I guess he's on here, too. Bill Lee. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming on, Bill Lee. Woo! How are you? I'm uh, self-quarantined uh, for 31 years. I've been up here in Craftsbury 
on this bridge, and uh, this really is not affecting me one bit. Okay. Well, that's we good should have been following your lead this whole time. <laughs> well, I was always ahead of everybody. That's uh, why I was on the cover of High Times Magazine so often. Yes, yes. The first yes, major Bill, league uh, baseball player to, to what? To really endorse marijuana? Wasn't that the story? Tell us that story, Bill. Well, I was the first one fined by, by Commissioner Bowie Kuhn. That's for sure. He fined me $250, and uh, I sent the money to St. Mary's Mission in Alaska on the uh, Tahana River and said that'll keep them in moose meat for a year. <laughs> well, you, you weren't smoking it, though, you said at the time. You were just sprinkling, sprinkling it on your buckwheat pancakes. I think that's, that's what, the, what I was in the paper. That's what I said. And it said, right. the headline said, Lee smokes pot. And I said, uh, they said, well, we're going to find you. We're going to kick you out of baseball. And I said, well, I never, never said I smoked it. I, I said, I used it. And then the art fuss, the drugs are under Nixon. He was there and uh, we got into a big debate on, uh, and they finally fined me $250 for using marijuana as a condiment. Really? <laughs> as yeah, a I have a letter from the yeah, a condiment. I've got the letter from Bowie Kuhn. So I can use I can use I can use anything like mustard or ketchup. I just can't use weed as a condiment. Apparently, you can't smoke it, but you can grind it up and use it any way you want. Which is where we are right now. Which is, uh, you know, you got CBD infused Charlotte's Web. You know, it says sleep on the side of the package, but most people don't sleep on it. And uh, you know, buyer beware. That's what I say. Bill, do you ever think in your lifetime you'd see the legalization of marijuana, at least at, uh, at, to this point, that this many no. states would be legalizing weed? No, never. No, it's pretty cool, Cheech though. And Chong, yeah. After Up in Smoke, you know, and you see how Cheech and Chong personified it, you knew <laughs> that that would never be legalized. <laughs> now it is. The federal government just needs to catch up with the rest of it. I think, uh, Mike, you were talking about this on one of our other podcasts that uh, – marijuana is not essential at least here in massachusetts but in some states it's considered an essential business during the pandemic well the massachusetts is the only state in the union that has shut down recreational cannabis dispensaries Why? every other state that has them they're doing deliveries they're doing curbside pickup um but massachusetts it's not it's not essential and charlie baker governor charlie baker's uh main reason was is he didn't want people from out of state uh, coming in and, you know, bringing the virus, if they had the virus, into Massachusetts with them. Um, Don't I they have their think, own weed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think that, you know, that stigma is still there. Like, you know, when when Bill Lee was fine for using it, it's some people still have that mindset right now, even though it's legal. So. Well, that's why I'm out of work. I, I'm the first person ever to purchase legal marijuana in a store in Oxford, uh, Oxford, Massachusetts. Really? Yeah, I still have it on my, uh, I haven't used it. It's in a little vial. It's like a 60-40 CBD uh, THC, you know, and put a couple of drops on your tongue and then this just kick back. Oh, <laughs> kick nice. Back. It's a tincture. Yeah, those, yeah, those yeah. work very quickly. That's the good thing about the tinctures. I can't wait to find out that cannabis is going to be this cure for the coronavirus bullshit. All this time, all it takes is a couple of puffs. Sit back. You're fine. Well, well we can we'll only find out. Uh, it definitely ain't going to get up to my house here in Craftsbury. 
right? <laughs> you have no cases in your town, I would imagine. You're the only person in your town, right? No, there's about, I'd say, 1,200 now. And, uh, you know, uh, I I have 47 acres. My driveway's almost a half a mile long. It's uphill. Oh, <laughs> I have eyebrow windows, and I have a 30-odd six. I have a couple of 410s. And, uh, <laughs> You're good. You ain't making it up my driveway. I like that. If the zombies start to come up the hill, you'll take them out one by one. That's much like Lenny Clark. We talked to Lenny Clark uh, on our last podcast, and he's down in the vineyard. And what did you call it, Mike? A 300-yard kill zone he has? Yeah, you gotta you got to cut down the trees around your, your place so you have a kill zone. 300 yards is probably the closest you want to get. You know, yeah, so. well, he didn't he, to get to Cape Cod, didn't he have to have some kind of oral sex with some guy? That's what it's in his skit, you know, but wow, <laughs> he needed to ride. <laughs> hey, you got to get to that house and be quarantined, so you got to suck whatever you got to suck. <laughs> That's too funny. That's too funny. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think about the baseball season? I mean, this whole thing is fucked up sports left and right. What about, what about baseball being out? What are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts about... Um, them talking about playing in Arizona in these domes. I mean, talk about where you think MLB's at right now. Well, the dome thing, that was on Slaughterhouse 5, which was Kurt Vonnegut. There was a, a dome <laughs> oh on Trafalmador where he and right. <laughs> uh, Valerie Perrine were in there, and uh, I would rather watch him and Valerie Perrine than a ball game. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I, all I know is on the last day of November before, well, before Thanksgiving, I won the 70 and over national championship amateur ball in Florida. I was voted MVP, and now I don't have to play ever again. Yes. You went out on <laughs> Yeah, going out on top. I'm going out <laughs> on top, and I'm laying right here, and um, I've got six acres that I'm planting into hemp right now. You're living the dream right there. That's perfect. Well, I, I was them. always living the dream, and, uh, you know, I marched to a different drummer, I guess, and uh, that's what they say. And I'm reading a book. It's by Christopher Hitchens. It's called Letters to a Young Contrarian. And uh, Christopher Hitchens, you know, he he passed away. He wrote a bunch of books. He's a Brit guy. I just read too much. You know, I'm up here. I don't have TV, and I read a lot, and it keeps me very happy. Yeah, you were uh, you were a man off the grid before off the grid was actually a term. I think you well, are. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you remember I was named Spaceman, but I always signed Earth on everything because I, I am the, this coronavirus is actually a way of thinning the herd. Oh you know? yeah. And it's gonna and it's gonna get rid of a lot of dumb people because they're all in Georgia and Georgia's a penal <laughs> colony and who cares? Oh my god! <laughs> and it's gonna ease the traffic. <laughs> they ease the traffic. I'm going to become a long haul trucker because there's going to be no traffic. <laughs> yeah, George is doing uh, this past week. So George is now going to open essential business as far as they're concerned. Tattoo shops, uh, hair hairdressers, salons, yeah. bowling alleys. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Do we really? need Georgia? You know, they're going to they're going to be complaining when uh, it's, it's I love it. Start I love it. Bowling alleys. I think this is so. Cohen bowling brothers. alley? Really? Yeah, Cohen Brothers. It's bridges floating under all those dresses going down the lane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lebowski. I, I don't the watch the Lebowski. news. For, I don't watch the news for those reasons. You get, you turn it on and it's just fighting. And then last night it was like, wait, you're opening a tattoo parlor? What? I mean, don't get me wrong. I have tattoos, just not now. Well, I. 
It's thinning the herd. It's, that's what it's going to be. I don't think we've seen the height of it. I don't think I, I don't know. Maybe there's just some places the coronavirus won't go, and that's Georgia. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Georgia, Georgia's not too far away from Florida, so it's making its way south. Yeah, I remember when Alabama didn't have any either, and it was Alabama and Idaho. I think those were the last two states to get it. But uh, Yeah, I remember when Italy uh, didn't have it either, and look what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but they kiss a lot, and they're always hugging and kissing cheeks. You knew they That's were going to get it. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> too much affection, you're dead. How come well, the Germans uh, have the lowest death rate? Right. Because they're because they're lying to us. That's why. No. Because they're no, 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 no. It's just hard to kill a German. <laughs> no. All right. Maybe there's that. <laughs> Their thing was they started they started a mass testing immediately. They were able to uh, corral people into areas where the virus was prevalent. So they were able to isolate it very quickly. Wait, wait, wait. You said, you said corral. Thing. You said corral. You mean they yeah. kicked doors open like uh, oh, in yeah. the Holocaust Germans, and made them oh, do Germans it? Germans and corralling. That's a bad Yeah, Germans have some yeah, experience in that field. We know yeah. how to gather people and wipe uh, them out. I don't know. It was all about well, testing. I don't though. believe in testing. Oh, I don't why? believe in it because when you test somebody, you know, and uh, who says you're not going to get it 30 minutes later? Exactly. Like, yeah, because then you come in contact with someone else, and I, I, I was never a good tester in school either, so I'm, oh. I'm not doing it. Well, I believe in it's Heisenberger's uncertainty principle, you know, and he's the German that uh, Mo Berg was supposed to assassinate in World War II in Zurich, and he's the guy that worked with the Germans in the nuclear program, and he worked with Niels Bohr, and uh, he said basically when you examine something, you contamine the result. So don't, you know, the whole process of examining is false, according to Heisenberger's uncertainty principle. Yeah, but that one didn't, one, you didn't on think that would get on the show. But what, if, if, we, if, we don't test, if we don't test, Bill, how are we going to be able to fight it? You don't. You find out afterwards. You know, you, you come in contact, you isolate them and everything else, and, you know, you try and do it. And as soon as you get sick in the, the two days, the this giant, van comes by and picks you up and separates wow. you from your family and wow. puts you away for 14 days. I That's, don't know. What the hell? That, it's, and it's a, silence. But, but then how do you know? If, so you say you wait till you get sick, but then how do you know if you're sick from that virus? You have to be tested. Well, that's the antibody test. That's why I think I had it on January 2nd. I think really? I've already had it. And, uh, you know, and I'm going to get the antibodies test and find out if I'm immune to it. And if I am, then I'm going to I'm going to Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what you're saying, too, is that, like, when there's people, especially that I know, that have been tested, and then they're going out in public and talking to other people like, oh, I don't have it. I got tested. But you don't know who else is a carrier. So people are getting tested being like, no, I didn't have it. But then the next day they could get it. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's the way I look at it. Well, it's just and like I... the flu. It's just like the flu or, or bronchitis or something like that. I, I guess it's a similar situation where it's like, okay, I got tested today. I don't have it. But then I go out or, or somebody has it next two days. I've got it. So how do, do we test every day? I like maybe the after effect of it is okay. But if you're really, 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 really sick, you can't breathe. You're really fucked up. Then you have to go to the hospital and take those chances. I think, I Bill, think some yeah, people are really stupid that they're taking the test <clears> saying <throat> that they don't have it as like that they're immune to it and they can't get it. And that's not what the test is. <laughs> 
All I know is blowing snow up here. I was out, you know, I thought I got sick <laughs> yesterday. I had a runny nose, and it was because I was out in 32-degree weather, you know, working in a field. Well, now every time somebody coughs or <clears throat> clears their throat or sniffles, everyone freaks out. Yeah, oh, that's the freak out. You go to a supermarket now, you get them women with the mask on, they run away from you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys wear masks? <clears throat> when I go to the store, I do, yes. Yes. Well, I oh, just yeah, took absolutely. one of my bras, a wife's bra, and I cut it in half, and I put one cup over my face, and it's cheaper that way. Can you text that to Mike, and we'll put it immediately on the show? <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing that for years with my wife's bras. You know? and it, I think that's why. I mean, ever since we got together, so I, I think that's why I haven't been sick. I, it's, no, be no you won't right get. I tell you. Pillows are nice things. <laughs> yeah, they are. Wow. Yeah. God, it might be the, under, the underwire definitely detracts, I think, and helps me stay healthy. Yeah. Josh, yeah, Mike, we, we need to do this. Well, we All of us need to take our wives' bras, put them over our face, take that group picture, and post it on social. Sounds right. good. Cut it on, well, see, I've done this before. I used to make bras for a cause for breast cancer, and I would sew, <laughs> sew a baseball on the, on the cup. You know, with the curve, the red seams, and I would teach, and I teach little boys the grips of the baseball on the cup wow. of the bra. Wow, that Double is that is that's multitasking right there. You're having the talk, and you're teaching them how to pitch. Exactly, and I've I've come up with a new product because they're dumping milk, and I'm taking all the butter fat, and I'm turning it into Parmesan cheese. I'm making the mold like a baseball, so I'm going to sell Parmesan and teach baseball grips. Same thing. Nice. Nice. <laughs> shake it out. Shake it out. Shake it out. Bill, uh, a few years ago, you actually ran Is it you ran for governor. Your platform was No Guns, No Butter, or was that when you ran for president? That was when I ran for president against Bill Clinton. That was the rhinoceros party. No guns, no butter. They'll both kill you. When I ran for governor... I was taking the northern three counties of Vermont with me, and we were going to Quebec for free health care. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you were I very – already you, you and Bernie yeah. Sanders were pretty much – you have the same kind of platform, although he's become a little more uh, mainstream, I guess you can say. Yeah. Yes, he um, lives right over this ridge for me. If I, if I cut down Stoner Ridge where I get my wood – Honest, it's named Stoner Ridge. If I cut down that ridge, I can see Bernie's house. That's awesome. He's spending some time at home these days. You should go team up with him and get going. Nah, I got, I mean, I got ideas and stuff. And uh, I just, you know, I just sit around here and I think of a new job or how to save the oil. Why don't they pump the oil that they've got out of the well and pump them down into the back into the ground into these salt domes where it came from and let it sit there for another hundred years before we need it again. Okay. Bill you know, Lee has ideas. Well, you're, you had a great idea and I don't know why the rest of the world's in jumping on this because I think they're doing it in Scandinavia. They're, they're taking, didn't you have like a proposal to, to, to make energy from the tides in the Bay of Fundy? Yes, I thought of that 15 years yeah. ago. I don't know why the world isn't embracing the ocean tides as a source of energy because it's a constant, like solar. And it's just ridiculous how nobody else is embracing it in the world. Well, I didn't the even think of that. That is a good idea. going back and forth. Back hey, right. Nova Scotia, four times a day, it comes in, out, in, out. The thing's going 30 miles an hour. You know, it's going to do hell on the lobsters probably, but you could have all the energy to power all of New England just in the Bay of Fundy. Now, Bill, did you run any of these ideas by George Bush when you were smoking weed with him? 
No, I was just talking about Thai stick in the Vietnam War back then. <laughs> you should have brought up these ideas, man. <laughs> Why'd you end up smoking with him? <laughs> I want to tell you something. He's living proof that anybody can be president. <laughs> oh, no, I think the guy in office now has him beat. I'm sorry. I think, the guy, I think Trump has him beat there. When, when oh, Josh Trump is... is I could out Trump Trump all day long, you know. I would love to I'm see Bill you, as the president. Yeah, see how gullible the American public is. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and all these people that are defying the COVID-19, they're all Republicans, I think. So I'm pretty sure Biden's going to win in a landslide. <laughs> we try to stay away from politics on this show, but you, Bill Lee, president, I fucking vote for that all day. Absolutely. Well, I oh, should yeah. have been a long time ago. We, I'm yeah. telling you, we would have world peace. We, I kind of like, you know that in in New Delhi, it's the first time in forty years they've seen the Himalaya Mountains, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Th yeah. Th that's this right. is like what I was talking about on one of the other podcasts that maybe we are the virus and the Earth is oh, trying absolutely. to get rid of us. Yeah, the Earth is oh, a giant here. organism, right? And it's and it's trying to it's trying to heal itself. Hey, Bill, I you have ever a see the movie Bambi? Yes. Yeah. Yes. When Bambi comes out and his mother goes. Bambi, there's evil in the in the in the forest, and that evil is man. You know, I learned yep. that on my first Jiminy Cricket, you know, Pinocchio movie. You know, let your conscience be your guide. You know, and uh, everything I learned, I learned in Mel Brooks movies or in Disney movies. Mel <laughs> Brooks is awesome. I just saw Mel Brooks on uh, CBS Sunday Morning. He was on there with uh, with Reiner. They've been friends for decades, and they're still breaking each other's falls. Those two are awesome. They are. It is amazing. They're super achievers. They're all over 90. There's a lady that was doing yoga. She was like 95, had lifted her ass off her ground with her arms. I'm going, how the hell did she do that? <laughs> well, Bill, you must be, uh, Bill, how long have you been a Rastafarian? Uh, probably since I smoked my first joint at USC. Done. <laughs> So you're, are you like full on Rastafarian? Like you do the whole like vegan diet or vegetarian diet? And Hell no, man. I had a steak the other day and I was as happy as I've ever been. But. Fuck that. <laughs> you, know, I'm a, I, you know, I get up every morning at six o'clock and I do exercises with this, uh, this ballerina from uh, Jamaica. Her name is Miranda Esmond White. It's called Eccentrics. And, uh, you watch where she puts her head, her legs, and uh, you'll be flexible forever. Ew. <laughs> that and a big giant joint, you're off for the day. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is well, awesome. Bill, if we could go back to baseball for a second, um, what do you think about uh, Alex Cora and his involvement in the cheating with the Astros and uh, the Red Sox uh, letting him go? Um, do you think, I mean, how, can you tell us how much cheating there is in baseball? I, I kind of consider it to be like fighting and hockey. Like it's actually a part of the game and it's, it's kind of yeah. the art of the game. And if you get caught and you're, you're just not doing it well. Remember the, the guy who pour, pulled the Emory board out of the back of his pocket, you know, and his mm -hmm. brother was a Phil Necro, Joe Necro. Oh, you yeah. know, if you're not cheating, you're... <laughs> A guy named, what's the guy, Don Sutton, cheated every game of his life, his last probably 10 years, roughing up the ball. You know, Whitey Ford, uh, you had Yogi Berra scraping the ball. 
You know, you had me when my arm was sore. I put Emery into my Wilson, and I put a W on it with orange crayon and made it look like the Wilson logo, and I used to <laughs> scrape the ball, you know, till my arm got better. You know, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Wow, there it is. That's pretty simple, but they're making such a big goddamn deal about it and blowing it way up. I don't know if it's they have nothing better to do or it's just going back to the media likes to cover shit, but it's a total shit show right now of who cheated and how. Well, smart pitchers know when that happens. When you make a right. great pitch and someone goes down and gets it, the next time up, you stick it in his ear. You know, oh. you know, you just uh, you just cross them up and you cross up your catcher and everything else. Once you're known as unpredictable, they don't do that. And Tony Oliva, Rod Carew, they said I was crazy, and by saying I was crazy, I had already won half the battle. That's great. Well, well what what do you think about? Um... You know, there was the uh, the city council in Los Angeles, and they had a proposal that they wanted to uh, take the uh, World Series trophy back to L.A. because because the you know they were the Red Sox were cheating. They were using the video room uh, to to cheat on that. Well, I mean, is there any validity to that? Should should a team like the Astros or the Sox give up a World Series because they were caught cheating that season? No. No, it's it's after the fact. Fuck that. Trust me, L.A. would get the trophy and they'd forget where they put it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Roberts would fucking get, go, lose it and bring it back to Boston <laughs> thinking he was still playing in 04 for the Red Sox. Yeah, I know. Hey, you, hell, you can always tell an L.A. boy. You just can't tell him much. Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> there it is. Do you follow football at all, uh, Bill Lee? Yeah, I do. I can't believe I can't believe they're having these two geriatrics down there in Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that before we started. It's a it's a combination of look, Tom and Gronk did amazing things for us. Thank you very much. And Mike said it. It's hard to play in New England, and these guys are going on a vacation down in Tampa. They're going to fuck yeah. off for a couple of years and not go through the grind. Because I don't I don't know who coaches Tampa, but he is not Bill Belichick. And that system no. is not like – they may win. They may do extremely well. You, you know, God bless them, just like Pete Carroll did with the Seahawks. You know, he had a fun atmosphere. That shit is not long-term tested, though. So go have you a know, couple of nice years in Tampa. I was saying this earlier, Bill, that they're basically – like Gronk and Brady are basically retiring to Florida. That's right. what they're doing. Oh, for sure. Everybody you goes. Know. And I know farmers up here, they go to Florida. They're dead within six months. Oh, you heard oh, it. Yeah, you Bill, Bill Lee just said on the Breaking the Ice podcast, Brady and Grog dead within six months. <laughs> <laughs> you heard this is an exclusive, Bill This Lee, is an you. exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, okay. you guys just wait until they get Antonio Brown in two weeks. They're going then to. It's Ooh, gonna be awesome. yeah. They're going to. They're absolutely gonna, going to. Yeah. And the Bucks are going to be amazing. And they're going to win – either either they're going to win every game. And the Super Bowl's in Tampa, by the way. Really? Oh, hmm. hello. Oh, the wow. whole fucking Convenient. thing. Or, or they'll trip and only win six games. It's, gonna, it's either going to be a huge success or, wow, that was a waste of time. I'd I guess I'd like wow. to watch the success. That'd be fun. Yeah. Is that your dog, Josh? What is your dog doing? Yeah. I, that, that's why I disappeared for a minute because I'm Does trying to – Does your dog wear boots in the house? No, I just gave him peanut butter in a bowl because he wouldn't stop whining because he does that when I'm podcasting. I don't know why. He, he was asleep all morning, and then as soon as I hit record, he just 
won't shut up. So I just it sounded like, like he was uh, back there playing the drums. I was like, right. No, I he's, he's rocking the, bowl. the drums in quarantine. <laughs> That's using your time wisely. No, this is what's going on right now. We got jeez. Oh, 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 oh Jay, Bill, Josh locked his dog in a cage. That's inhumane, isn't it? Well, if you're afraid, buy a dog. That's what I've always said. I've never had a dog. <laughs> He's afraid. He's afraid of a few things out in wherever the fuck he lives. Bill, you got any animals on the farm? Oh, no, they're all dead. Oh, geez. <laughs> did, did you eat them all? My or ex-wife just... was here. I had two sheep. They died. I had a bunch of chickens. The fox ate the last one in a three-round bout and then shit on my freaking front porch. You know, that was wow, pretty brash. I, I've got this image in my head of Bill Lee's world out in the middle of nowhere. All the animals are are dead. He just burned his Brady and Gronk jersey. He's high as fuck and doesn't follow any of the Rastafarian fucking rules. Is that about right, Bill? Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a Zen Buddhist Roman Catholic Rastafarian, so I'm all over the place. Right next door to fucking Bernie Sanders. I thought you were uh, I thought you were an agrarian communist. Um, Rastafarian. <laughs> that was two ounces ago. No, oh, okay. I'm uh, what I am is I am a left-handed ADD, you know, dyslexic. <laughs> that, that, that is These are all fucking great on... names for uh, great names for strains of weed. Left-handed ADD, <laughs> fucking delirious, fucking Bernie Sanders neighbor living dude. Well, my wife says you're schizophrenic, and I said, well, I'm never alone. Oh. That's right. <laughs> Hey Bill, hey, have you tried? Just, uh, oh, have you ahead. tried growing your own weed? No, I. Well, we tried it a while back, about fifteen years ago. But it, it's just it's, you know, it's tough. The deer eat it, everything eats it, and then once it gets yeah. big, everybody steals it up here. So it's, it's kind of, <laughs> it's you don't grow it, you just steal it. Oh. <laughs> I could I could easily see you creating the leafus strain, like named the after leafus. that pitch. Named after the pitch you used to throw. It, you, yeah, it's the like, eat the slow curb. You know, I right. threw that and Perez hit it for a home run in game seven. I had a when he when he crossed home plate, I still had a three two lead. I get traded after after Bucky Dent's home run I in seventy eight I get traded to Montreal and my, my first baseman is Tony Perez. So I am mad as hell. I go down <laughs> In the first batting practice, I throw him 12 straight slow curve balls, and he doesn't hit one of them out of the ballpark. Of course not. Oh, and I'm going, house, right? Exactly. I'm going, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, I don't um, worry about it. Yeah. Well, Billy, so you're, you're planning on uh, when the snow goes away, you're going to grow a crop of hemp, and you're going to yep. stay on the farm, and you're going to defend it with your several guns. Yes. And uh, any any plans to run for for office for governor of Vermont again? Oh hell no! I'm moving to Canada. If Trump gets elected again, my wife's Canadian and she just she's going insane with all this this stuff up here. And we just want to get back to Canada. We'll have socialized medicine. Hemp is legal. Everything's fine. And there's only one highway, so we're fine. And lots of hockey. <laughs> And lots. Yeah, lots of hockey. I love <laughs> hockey. I'm good friends with Frank Mahovlich and, uh, oh, nice. you know, a lot of guys. Lenny McDonald from Calgary and Guy Lapointe. And uh, there's a lot of guys I'm still friends with up up, up north of the border. 
Hey, Bill, so when, when – I, I know especially now, like, the Bruins and Celtics and Patriots, they all kind of, like, hang out together. And I, I, I know our old coworker at WAF, Lyndon Byers, was always telling us about other athletes in Boston he was hanging out with. Who, who in Boston would you hang out with that was on, like, maybe the Bruins or the Celtics? Well, Derek Sanderson, I used to. Why well, I hung out at his bar, and I used to drive yeah. around him between mm. Zelda's and and uh, and uh, Daisy Buchanan's back yeah, in that. those days, you know. And uh, but I, you know, I don't really hang out with anybody. I am a really an isolationist. That is true. I I do go when I do meet with people. It's because I'm on the stage. You right. know what I mean? That's what I do, and. Uh, I perform, I do my thing, and I get out of Dodge. Well, listen, like we uh, really appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. With yeah, us thank you, yeah, thank you, Bill. Yeah, thank you, Bill. Thanks for I've... having me, and uh, let everybody know that it's this too will pass. And trust me, read Self Isolationist. And when you're looking for a hero, you wake up in the morning, you're looking for a hero, look in your own mirror. There you go. That's good advice. And, Bill, that's um, awesome. I, Isaiah and Mike Shue are always giving me crap for growing up in the woods, and they're always saying I grew up in an Amish cult, and I grew up in a town, Air, Massachusetts. Now, didn't you live in Air, Mass. at one point? I was a private in Air, Massachusetts, and nice. I was in the 624th MP detachment, and I worked for Alvin B. Erzik, and uh, yeah, I did, uh, did eight weeks at Fort, at, at Fort Devens, and I was an MP. That's amazing. Can can you please tell them it's not an Amish cult? It's just a nice little American town. <laughs> it is. It's a military town, you know, and uh, it's uh, that's that's what it was. It has a great golf course now, and anytime you get outside of the four ninety five loop, you're you're looking for sanity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, buddy. I live in Worcester. Believe me, crazy central. So well, thank well, Bill. Bill, Bill you. Thank for, you. Thank you for having me on, and uh, you guys take care and. And uh, don't just stay away and just be on your own and don't worry about a damn thing because this ain't going to kill healthy people, I don't think. Or smart people. Oh, okay. Bye-bye. All right. Right on, Bill. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) Hey, we got to mention some of our sponsors that make this happen. Yes. Wrote them all down because we have some new ones. Why don't we start with the new ones? Wrote them all down. I have them up here. Pathfinder, Tree (laughs) Serp. Don't look down. Pathfinder Tree Service, Boston Exterior (laughs) Remodeling, Garage Doors Plus, and Invoke Media. And we tied them all together before because Mike Shue wants to build this biodome, stay the fuck away from me. So the tree service can cut, uh, Pathfinder Tree Service can cut down all the trees to build a biodome. Boston Exterior, what's their name? Remodeling. Boston Exterior, yes. So what they can do do is they can remodel my house into a dome. Perfect. Chris at Garage Doors will build the garage door for the dome. So I can load in all the weed. Right. Right. Load in all the weed. And then then Nicole at Invoke Media Group can build the website to promote the dome that you'll never fucking go in. Right. So that the internet can see everything that you have that you don't want them to have. Do a live stream. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Thank you. Invoke Media. That'd be Boom. very important for us to do. We can only have clients that tie in moving forward. If you ever want to sponsor this show, you have to be able to, to tie into Mike's fucked up biodome plan. If you don't, right. yes, no mas. I'm going to need like a, a fertilizer company and uh, maybe a, a gun a, shop. A grill company. You're going to need yeah. a food supply. You're going to need, right. I mean, got to get a fucking 
Wow. I'm gonna need I'm gonna oh, need yes. strippers and um how are you gonna explain the strippers to your daughter? Oh, that's a whole nother section of the dome. Oh, so are there two domes? Yes. There's a smaller <laughs> There's dome. There's passwords to different wings. Right. The, the Chris from Garage Doors will build a door that'll go okay. to a smaller dome. And that's gonna be like a just it's just gonna be like a, a big VIP area, just couches. Is there a lighting. dome company that, that that if you watch Fox News enough? There's the Doom Dome, I'm sure. Uh, There's a dome company, but that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> I think we're, I think we're done. I, th I think we're done. <laughs> we're done. Right. See you, boys. See ya. All right, you guys. <laughs>